At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Wednesday. Deshaun Watson reportedly settles 20 of the 24 civil suits. Vegas has reacted in the last week or two really downward with the Browns. They were expected to win 10 games. Now only eight and a half wins expected. That means that the market believes Watson will play less games than we thought even just a few weeks ago. Smith, yes, a man named Smith is the number one favorite to go number one in the NBA draft. Right now, Jabari Smith is the favorite to go number one. And Holgrim from uh, Gonzaga is the third favorite to go number one. But OKC is expected to want him at number two. Now we look at the NBA MVP. We've got the two favorites now. It's Luka. And it's Joel Embiid. It's Embiid and Luca, the favorites to win the MVP next year. Here comes a four hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. You heard it, I'm RJ Live in Las Vegas, live on a Wednesday, live on 226 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Wow, we got a lot of 
lot of news happening here in a supposedly slow time of the year, and especially the NBA draft. And uh, AJ, who joins today, is a college basketball expert, and he's dug into the tape, and we'll do a review here today on the biggest picks and who's favored to be the number one, number two, number three pick. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He is the fan who beats the man, A.J. Hoffman. Thank you, R.J. Great to be here. Deshaun Watson settles 20 of his cases. There's another major move in the first pick for the NBA draft market, and the NBA MVP odds are released today. What is the Vegas lead? I think we start with Watson because what we're talking about here is a – quarterback who is considered to be a top five top six quarterback and people maybe have forgotten that to some degree Watson didn't play last year and it was a mutual decision with the Houston Texans and the year before they only won four games so there was a sense of like well Watson's fading or you know whatever no if you actually look at the prior year Watson played his best football ever. And he was right up there with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen was the list really with Watson as the best quarterbacks in the NFL year before last. Now, how much is his absence going to matter? You know, his or absence, meaning his time off, he missed all those games. I don't know. Maybe it takes him a while to get the rust off. How much is the disruption of a suspension this year going to affect him? I don't know. But what we know is, AJ, the betting market thinks the move, uh, the effect is going to be significantly negative. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, he was expected or the Browns were expected to win 10 games. Now, everyone knew a couple weeks ago he had this lingering legal issue, this uh, potential suspension hanging over his head. And the Browns knew that when they signed him to the, the most guaranteed money in the history of the sport. But then through the news media, PR, however you want to ex- explain it, the, the, the tide seemed to turn against him and a lot more pessimism, a lot more like, hey, we should be harsh in this punishment talk started. And nothing fundamentally has changed except you could say the settlements of the cases, which actually seem positive to kind of ending this, but it doesn't change the fact that it was 10 games expected to be won by the Browns, and now it's only eight and a half, and not much has really changed except the narrative, except the PR. This is a big story right now, and and I think uh, we should start with the, the settlement of the lawsuits and go in and dig in. Yeah, certainly. And the NFL says the the development of him settling these lawsuits will not affect potential discipline towards Watson. I don't know whether that's insane. Let's start there. How could that be? I mean, I I don't really understand that either. To me, it seems like if you're if you're settling the the NFL should look at it as, okay, he doesn't have issues hanging over his head right now. He's gotten this matter resolved to an extent. Well, I mean, to an extent, the question is how 20 out of the 24. It's not completely resolved, certainly. Okay, so but but the very act of making a distinction of 20 of the 24 means the settlement matters in 20 of the 24 cases and four hasn't happened. So, hey, how could it matter? Meaning when they settle, it will matter there, too, because let's assume for the sake of argument 
that the, the today they announced that the other four are going to be settled. Okay. Now, if we said, well, when is this going to be resolved? The theory is it is resolved uh, at that point. Yeah. Other than the NFL's decision, resolved. So now there could be some other announcement or or legal issue that stems, and we could find out he's uh, robbed a Seven Eleven. Or we could find out anything that the Tom Brady did something wrong. I, I mean, we don't know, but up of the known issues, they would all be settled at that point. So how can the NFL say that the settling or not doesn't matter? I don't quite understand it. And the fact that he currently has four civil lawsuits instead of 24, to me, that, that has to change the way you look at this thing. And, and not that, you know, not, not that you don't take into account that there were 24 at one point, but the NFL is looking to protect their brand. And a guy coming in with 24 unresolved cases is not a great look. If he can get all of these resolved before the season, it, why shouldn't that have an impact on what his punishment is? A minimum, it should have an impact on what stage of the process the NFL is in, right? I mean, to some degree, let's say the let's just do a hypothetical here. Let's say the NFL does their own, which they have done by multiple counts, their own investigation here, and let's say they determine they think Deshaun Watson was egregiously wrong in multiple instances that he did. It doesn't even matter what it is because this is a hypothetical, but he did stuff that was plain wrong, borderline, illegal. And if they were the DA, maybe they would have pursued it, but they, they aren't the DA, but they just think our investigation is bad, bad, bad. Okay. That's very possible that that's what they have concluded up to this. you know, I think the investigation is pretty much done, but okay. To whatever degree it is, I, that, it's very possible that's what they concluded. I'm not saying it is, but let's say it is. Now, let's say then that the other, all 24 cases were dropped. They just said, you know, we're tired of this. We don't want to be in the public eye anymore. And they all drop it. The NFL still is going to act upon what they believe the facts to be. And thus, I see in a way them saying that we don't care about these cases because the women deciding to take money or not taking money or how, how hard are they going to hold out for, for how long, that isn't the issue. The issue is what really happened. Right. I think you're. Yeah. And I think what you, you know, you, we talk about a case that happened a, a few months ago, the Trevor Bauer case where everything was thrown out. So, so, so according you, to the legal why system, explain, why don't you explain what happened in that case? Yeah, Trevor Bauer accused of being a little too rough in in his uh, personal life with a lady. It turns out the judge says, no, that's not the case. She was consenting. This is what went down. He threw it out altogether. He threw out her, her protective order. So basically I, I said think, Trevor I Bauer. Was a late, I think it was a lady, a woman judge, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm not sure, but I know they said Trevor Bauer did nothing wrong. He is he's free and clear by the by the justice system, and yeah, didn't major didn't, league do a, didn't do anything illegal, right? And Major League Baseball said, "Well, we conducted our investigation, and we're suspending you for two years, despite the fact that he apparently did nothing illegal." And it was a female judge. Yeah. 
So, well, AJ just assumes it's a man, and and, and, and <laughs> to me, I think you know, I I think, hey, it's it's wonderful. There's a woman judge here, you know. There's a little, it's fifty fifty, man. But uh, that's just me, you know. I don't know. I'm RJ Bell. <laughs> We're straight. I mean, AJ makes me look like a, a softy too. I I love it. I love it. I don't think I ever could have found someone to do this, but there it is. All right. So to me, what does the baseball example show us? It seems clear that what is accepted as conventional when it comes to sex, that if someone is doing something that the general public considers to be wholesome and fine and good American, they have no problem with it. If they're doing something which is outside of that, and if it's more, you know, if you want to say kinky or if it's uh, more unconventional, not illegal, but unconventional, and BDSM, the idea of bondage and discipline and all this stuff. Obviously, it's a huge subculture on the internet. There's a lot of people that are at least interested in it and a lot that engage in it, but we don't want to hear about it. And if you give us too many details, the public in general is going to go, ooh, that guy, something's wrong with him. And I think with Bauer, that's what's happened here is when you have a judge is thrown out, a, a woman judge is thrown out protective orders and saying this is all BS and he did nothing wrong. And it was pretty staunch, the response. It wasn't kind of like, well, we can't prove it or, hey, you know, it's a reasonable doubt issue. No, it's like it's not even worth bringing to trial. And then the guy gets multiple years suspension. How can that be perceived as anything except He's acting in a way that's unconventional, and the public is saying, ooh, and baseball is saying, we don't want the public mad. They're saying, ooh, and we're going to punish him. That's all it can be. And like you said, it, this was a case where there wasn't a settlement. This was thrown out. Like, it's this doesn't exist anymore. There, it's not like he took care of it in some way. A, a judge said, nope, this never happened. And he's still being punished that way. It it, it does seem it, it strike it strikes me as very unfair. And, and and it strikes me though that if it was ten years ago, and he, what was he, he was engaged in was homosexual sex, let's say, or a homosexual relationship, that they maybe react the same way, because I don't know how long ago we can say that the average person would say ew if it was two guys together, but it wasn't that long ago, and. To me, it's good that we're moving in the direction that two guys together wouldn't necessarily result in like a a harsh reaction by by baseball or by any league. But I also think now the question becomes, okay, but how different is this than, let's say, a, a woman and a man that's doing something that is unconventional, right? It's, it, 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 so how does that apply to Watson? Well, it strikes me that at, at best what Watson did was use the masseuses as potential hookups and that they'd show up and even if it was the best version from the Watson side, you would say that at least some of the time in the middle of the massage, there'd be some solicitation of, hey, do you want to ramp this up? Do you want to take this a little higher? And... Sometimes the women said yes. Sometimes they said no. 
assuming... and in these proceedings, in these proceedings, Watson has admitted that yes, there were times where it, it turned into uh, it turned into sex. Yeah, consensual sex. So now yeah. it was his, his side of it. So now the question becomes: Is that itself something worthy for the NFL to potentially suspend him for? Because it certainly gives the league uh, the idea of this quarterback who has a longtime public steady girlfriend. And again, we don't know. This is something John Middlecoff makes a good point on. We don't know if the, the, they have an open relationship or not. It's very possible, though not likely, that Deshaun Watson and his girlfriend. Now, are they still together, AJ? They're still together. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, she's at least tolerant of, of something. Well, yeah, but it's a different story if, if, if it's like he's not allowed to do it, but she catches him and says, you know what, I'm going to forgive you. He's still but in you that know what, case. again? Again, that goes to the public perception of, ooh, like that's not that's not what we're used to seeing or that's not. And again, the hypocrisy of that, obviously, is if you look at most people's, you know, if you say how many people didn't have premarital sex, got married and stayed truthful and stayed married to that one woman for their entire lives. And then when they died, they had had sex with one woman woman. That is what society, in theory, wants. Now, the question becomes, how many people achieve that? Uh, I don't know, 1% or less? I think it's probably about 1%. That would have been my number. So it's like we can sit here in judgment and as a society, but we don't usually live up to that ourselves. But that's hypocrisy, and, that's, and I think we all know that happens. So let's do this. Let's take our first break because I think we've gotten into – Uh, The key part of this story, which is we don't know for sure exactly what happened. The NFL might think they know more and they may. So some of this decision is going to be based upon what actually happened. And then number two is, well, what did he do that was actually wrong versus what did Watson do that was maybe a bad look? Something that the public maybe isn't comfortable with, but isn't really wrong by any major you know, any reasonable definition. And to me, that's where it gets interesting because if he didn't do anything wrong, but he's going to be punished harshly, that you got a question. Stay tuned. We will. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. 
The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelt N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Okay, we were talking about Deshaun Watson and the big major adjustment in the betting odds that have shown pessimism for the Browns. And the only reason for that adjustment, and they were expected to win 10 games, and now it's uh, down to eight and a half games. So one and a half game adjustment. And it's like, why? Well, there's just a sense that Watson's going to get suspended for more games than we thought even a couple weeks ago. And then the settlement happens in 20 of the 24 cases. It's a great conversation. And, and I think there's some real issues here, especially with the difference. And we haven't discussed this yet. And it's n- the next thing, which is the difference between the way it was which was the commissioner pretty much had carte blanche. The commissioner had total power to say, hey, 10-game suspension, four-game suspension, whatever. And then what's happening now is different with the new uh, bargaining agreement with the union 
and it's never really been done yet. This will be the first time the new system is used, and I think it actually benefits the NFL greatly, this new system. So great day to join. This is the fastest grown show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled last year plus. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas. Here in Vegas on the Strip, 93 degrees, the neon is flowing. Yeah, the USA Today says today that the NFL will push for a one-year suspension. And what you're talking about, the new system, this is different than in the past, where if the NFL wanted a one-year suspension, Roger Goodell would say one-year suspension, and that was it. Yes, but now the way the system is, is the NFL suggests or makes their own decision, however you want to say, but there's an initial decision by the NFL. So let's say it's a year, like you're talking about, that the, the reporting is that's what they want, a full season. Then it automatically gets reviewed by a judge who is preset. It's a woman judge, and it's predetermined who that person is. They're the arbiter in a way. And it's either, yes, this is approved, and it's whatever the NFL asked for, or it's no, the NFL is being too harsh, and it's being um, downgraded to X, whatever, let's say half a year. Or eight games, nine games. Okay. So think about the beauty of this. What does the what does history for the NFL side? What does history tell us the NFL wants? The NFL doesn't want to be hard on its players, right? Ray Rice is a good example. The initial Ray Rice suspension was two games. And why does the NFL not want their players harshly dealt with? Because the players is how they make money. They want the good players playing, typically. And number two, the harsher the penalty, the more egregious the act seems to be. So before the film came out or the video came out with Ray Rice, yeah, he told him, yeah, I hit her. I punched her. But it was like it wasn't tangible. So it was like, okay, there was a little scuffle, couple games. Let's get back to football was the message, it seems. But then the video comes out and it's like, oh, my gosh, this looks so egregious. And still, even post video, would, would they try to get him for six and then it got reduced? But it was like they weren't really going. I mean, they weren't going hardcore. Why? Because they want their players on the field. But number two, they don't want it to be a big conversation. Does that sound right to you, AJ, that that's the <laughs> NFL's typical um, pers- or that's their perspective? I think especially what you said, the last thing you said was they don't want it. They want they want it to go the water to pass under the bridge so they can move on, get back to normal. Uh, But I agree with a guy like Deshaun Watson, who is a big star. And before this happened, was turning into one of the faces of the league. This is it's certainly a guy they'd rather have on the field than not on the field. But I I do think the the biggest deal is let's get this over with. As long as Deshaun Watson suspended, people are going to be talking about it. The sooner he's not suspended, the sooner we can stop talking about this i agree so but let's assume let's talk about that nfl perspective for a second and then ask ourselves well what's the downside of that the downside of the nfl's perspective is it could be perceived that they're not serious about you know violence against women they're not serious about policing their players you know they're being too soft that, that has been, you know, the Ray Rice example, that was a real narrative that came out of that was, hey, you're not taking this seriously. And now with the new system, 
isn't it perfectly set up for the best of both worlds? So the NFL comes in and says, a year, we want a year. Let's say a number, it seems like it wasn't that long ago that the thought was four or six games for Watson. So now it's 17 games. But is it going to be 17 games? Because if 17 is harsh, the judge will say, hmm, 17 is too much, we'll make it eight. So what happens at that point? Well, effectively, it's an eight-game suspension, but the NFL looks like they tried to be so much harder core, but the judge just wouldn't let them. They were trying to be so supportive of women, the judge actually had to reverse it. They were so harsh. So now the NFL gets the best, in this hypothetical, the NFL would get the best of both worlds. They look like they're tough on it, but in truth, the effect is much more mild. Thoughts? Yeah, my, my thoughts are this. I wonder how many people, how many fans realize that that's the case, that that change has been made. Because I think most NFL fans, because it's been the case for so long, believe that Roger Goodell is the end-all, be-all, you know, omnipotent guy who makes these decisions. I, I do think the, the the fact that he could say, hey, this was out of my hands. This is what I wanted. This is what the judge did does kind of clear him a little bit. How many, well, how many it, fans first of all, percentage you, wise? Ho, 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 ho. A little bit. It does 100%. How could anyone if, – if, if the commissioner, if the NFL says we want a year and the judge – who the judge is only there. because and it's, They're not acting as an official judge at this point. It's a former judge who's acting as an arbitrator. Is gotcha. built into the system because the NFL Player Association didn't want Goodell to have this you know, unlimited power. So they capitulate on that, give the NFL players what they want – how in the heck could Goodell, who said, I wish I had total control, but it was negotiated away from me, and now I'm given a sentence of a year, and the judge is coming in and saying, that's too harsh. It's only half a year. How could Goodell be in any way culpable at that point? You're right. He couldn't be. He, so because he, it's he perfect. basically said, this is what I would do. So thus, I'm making this prediction. I don't think you can bet it. But the NFL will come out with a year as their requested punishment, and the judge will reduce it significantly, and this will come to pass exactly as I'm predicting. That's what I'm predicting, AJ, a premonition. You do get those premonitions. I Occasionally. Okay, last thing so on what, this. What does this make you think of the, the over-under of eight and a half? Like, do you feel like the, the adjustment from that 10 is, is overkill, no, saying what you're saying? Is there a way to bet this? Well... Here's the question. If we assume that the assumption was f- uh, f- six games, I think, was the average thought, now the question becomes if 17 is the request, well, the difference is 11 games, now is it going to be reduced? And if it is reduced, is it reduced to 12 or whatever? So I don't really have enough feel to say – is if the delta is going to be going from six to whatever it ends up. So how much is Deshaun affecting the line? About seven, six, seven points a game. So for every game that he doesn't play that he was expected to play, it's a minus six, seven points. You know, what I'll do is let me put pencil to paper on this, and tomorrow I'll tell you if I think the adjustment, at least I'll tell you what the adjustment is telling us is the has changed with the expectation of missed games. And by that, we can decide if we think that number is too high or not. So, uh, yeah, let me get more technical with it, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. One last thing I want to say about this, great question, by the way, is I think 
we need to make this clear because other shows are only going to start with this. And this is kind of, and they're not, it's where they're going to end. And we skipped it even, and we probably should talk about it a second, which is obviously, I don't know a guy. I know some pretty hardcore, you know, guys growing up. I don't know a guy that wants women to be sexually assaulted, but I certainly don't. And I think that a guy that does that should be punished legally. And I think if a guy does that in a way that isn't legally wrong, but is just wrong, should also be punished if we can define that. You know, obviously it gets to be subjective to some degree, but that to me is the easy part. And if anyone, at least that belief, historically it hasn't come to pass. You know, men have gotten away historically with a lot. And do I think men should be punished now more than they should? No, I don't think, you know, it's too simple to say two wrongs don't make a right. But I want it to be in a ju- – I want justice served. And I also think that, that it's very important to say that though in the legal system it, people are convicted when it's beyond a reasonable doubt – there can often be people who have a 90, 95% chance of having committed the crime, but they get found not guilty. Why? Because even at 95%, that means one out of 20 people going to jail would be unfairly being incarcerated. We don't want that. The whole American system is built upon that we'd rather 100 guilty people go free than one innocent person go to jail. And we can debate, oh, no, I'd rather innocent people go to jail. Well, okay, fine, debate it, but I'm not in that debate. But people like OJ, I think most people believe that OJ committed the murders. Personally, I believe he was not proven beyond a reasonable doubt. So I, in the same breath, would say I think OJ should have been found not guilty, but I think OJ did it. And that might seem weird, but think it through. It's the only way we can be in a society. Now, there, if we want to live like the American judicial system. Now, the last point I will make is that in the civil courts, which is not legal, but about money, effectively it's money, right? Is the threshold is 51% and not you know, a preponderance of evidence. And that was the phrase they actually used with Tom Brady's suspension, that exact phrase, which means effectively 51%. So if it was a 51% chance that Deshaun Watson did something and, the, and then the NFL wants to punish him for that, that is fair as long as we're defining what's happening. Because the NFL can punish him for anything in theory because it's a private league. It's not like a right to play in the NFL. So... Let's not mistake me saying, hey, what's been proven? Hey, we got to account for the fact that um, he th- th- that the legal system isn't even saying it's worth pursuing. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm pro Deshaun Watson. It means that I'm pro justice. <laughs> and it does feel like the, the, the conduct unbecoming to the league thing is so loose that they can really just say, well, this, it just makes us look bad. This is what we can punish you for. Even if you, there's no proof of what you did wrong, you've made us look bad as a league. Well, I think, there, uh, yeah, that's interesting is or it could be even, hey, what you did, quote unquote, wrong isn't illegal, but we find it distasteful and thus it made us look back. That was designed that way for them to have carte blanche, for them to have the power to Agreed. pretty much say anyone has the And don't forget, when we say Deshaun Watson is suspended, it means he is being 
precluded the ability to earn a living in his chosen profession. And we might say, he's got enough millions. Okay, fine. But where does this stop? Because what we know is historically leagues have really been leagues and boxing promoters and anyone in sports that's got the college degree and the players don't, usually the players came out on the bum end of the deal. And now it might be swinging too far the other way. But listen, I think this is a fascinating case. I'm going to be interested in, in what happens. The last thing I'll say about it is I think it's troubling to me that the narrative last week changed so much, even though in truth, no real info, not much changed, I think, in what we know. But there's one additional woman that said, hey, he did something wrong with me. I'm going to stay anonymous. I'm going to um, I'm not going to pursue anything legally. It's like, man, one of the most basic premises in America is you get to face your accuser. And to, and to me, if someone wants to accuse but not be public about it, that means we got to take it less seriously because they don't get a chance to them themselves be questioned. And I don't mean the women should be like mistreated on the stand, but they, they, we should find out the facts behind the accusations. And to me, that one additional lady coming out really feels like, AJ, it changed the narrative. Absolutely did. And that, that story by the New York Times completely changed the narrative. And you saw it drop uh, another half game the day after that story was published. So it was almost it, it, the win total. The t- yeah, the win total for, from nine. Half the timing was right when that story was released, so it definitely made an impact on what people's perception was. And I've got one last thing on this story. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas. R.J. Bell. Very last thing, at least for now, on the Deshaun Watson case, which is the settlement of this of the 20 of the 24. The question you ask yourself is, does that make me think he did it? Or does that make me think he didn't do it? And I think there's different ways to look at it. But, AJ, there's been reporting that the – and not that we know for sure, but the speculation is it's about 100000 per woman. That was, the, that was the alleged offer months ago. I don't know if it's changed over the last couple months. I'm very interested when this comes out because if it's as low as the 100, to me that's a low – I mean, you're talking about 20 – Women, it'd be, you know, 100, it's 2 million. And it's like, for Deshaun, that's tipping money. So it's like, the fact that he would It's less than 1% of the contract he just signed. Yeah, so now the question becomes, if you can kind of make this be so much less of a story for that number, because if he would have settled this right away, it would have been much less of a story. Why wouldn't he, right? So you could say, oh, it's because he really believes he didn't do anything wrong right or you could say hey it's when the stories when he started getting the real heat in the last week is when he settles i think it was two ways to look at it but i think it's too easy to say if he settles it means he did it because i mean there's many times rich people will settle even though they didn't do anything and many times they have done something it's something for us each individually to think how do we assess it because i think our default maybe isn't always right with that okay let's take our last break when we come back aj is going to tell you the four players in the nba draft that are probably going to go one two three and four and will likely be four of the most impactful players in the nba draft coming out and that's tomorrow is the draft stay tuned he's rj bell i'm aj hoffman this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on fox sports radio 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox job searching can be a lonely process endless searching phone calls that go nowhere applications that vanish it's time for a better way to find a job express employment professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search go to expresspros.com to find the office near you each year tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of express employment professionals and express helps people find all kinds of jobs for man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. So I remember when Agassi finally won the French Open, the announcer was saying, it's like this fifth set... This is when running the hills in Vegas in the 110-degree heat, you know, makes it worth it. Well, A.J., you watch a lot of college basketball, 
And to me, the kind of too much Tuesday night Portland State game kind of thing. It feels like running a hill in 110 degree heat to me. And now is going to be the one five minute segment that will benefit from that. So Finally, let's make yes. let's make it worth it. Let's make it worth it. Here's the odds right now. We're going to go with the four highest rated, most likely to go high in the draft players. And we're starting with Jabari Smith. He is now minus 250 to be the number one pick overall. That's a surge from yesterday, and he's from Auburn. What do we want to know about him? Yeah, Jabari Smith, 6'10", 220 pounds, and this is a guy who is an excellent shooter, particularly for his size, but he's also an elite on-ball defender, switchable one through five, uh, great finisher, great free-throw shooter for a guy who's 6'10", he shoots 80%. I think of, of the top three guys that everyone's talking about, the big three, he is the highest floor. He is the safest guy. He's a lock to be in the NBA in the next three to five years. There's no way he flames out and can't make a roster. He just doesn't does all the little things too well. Okay, so f- what I've heard about him is that his game was really limited this year because the Auburn guards were so limited they couldn't even get him the ball in the right spot. Do you feel like that he might be better even than his stats because of the teammates? I, I think absolutely. And he was the, the, the other good player on Auburn was a guy named Walker Kessler, a big, a rim protector. So they were a really front court heavy team that had some real weaknesses in the backcourt. I think you put him with a better guard. I think his scoring numbers can go way up. All right. So Jabari Smith favored to go number one. That would be to Orlando. Now, a guy who got a bunch of steam action is Boncaro's his name from Duke and at, as recently as Saturday he was 20 to 1 a long shot to be number 1 now he's plus 250 so he was even better yesterday so in a weird way he got a bunch of steam and now it's retracting back a little bit but still a real chance Boncaro goes number 1 from Duke what do we want to know yeah, Duke, Duke's Boncaro, excellent ball hander and a passer. He was a guard when he was younger. So at 6'10", 250, he's got great handles. He's an excellent passer, but he also does some big man things well. Uh, he, he's working on his shooting. That's something that he's got to improve at the NBA level, but his stroke is good enough. I expect that to happen. He's got the tools to be a great defender, but at Duke, he wasn't really asked to prioritize defense. Uh, so we don't know if he's got the mindset or effort to do it. He's, sometimes he's lazy and rotating loses his man on occasion, but overall a a very promising, particularly an offensive prospect. I got to tell you, what's his first name? Pablo? Paolo. Paolo. Uh, Paolo Boncaro is not a guy I'd want back in the day, my girlfriend going away on a weekend as friends. I I just, I think think you're making a good call there. All right. Now we got Gonzaga. Uh, I just call him Chat. You know, because I feel an affinity to him because I'm thin like him. Well, not really. That's the opposite, I guess. (laughs) Not the opposite, but still. But this guy's seven foot and like 190, and that's the big question. Yeah, and that, that's the real – that's really the only question you'll hear asked about Chet Holmgren is does he have the size to hold up at the NBA level? He is very, very thin, thin shoulders, thin hips, so it doesn't look like he's got a lot of room to grow, but he is an elite rim protector, a, a shot blocker, both hands, defends all over the floor, great rebounder. He can lead the break himself. He has great handles and vision, and he's an elite outside shooter. So he, he shot 42% from three. This is a guy who can do everything. 
everything. The pie-in-the-sky view, this guy could be the next Anthony Davis, obviously a much thinner version of Anthony Davis, should he be able to stay healthy. Okay, so he's about 4-1 to one to be the number one pick. The, the 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 rumor is is that OKC at number two wants him badly, so it feels like most likely Jabari Smith goes one, and then Chet goes two, and then Boncaro three. We don't, you know, it's interesting though with OKC and all those draft choices. So we'll have more on this tomorrow. And the fourth pick, Jaden Ivey, is especially supposed to go to number four with Sacramento. We'll talk about that and a few of the other lottery people tomorrow. If you missed any of today's show, including a really great discussion about Deshaun Watson, what his punishment will be and what it should be, check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We're back tomorrow. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.